Hey there, how's it going? It's been a while since we actually had a live stream here on the Indie Creator Hub. So yeah, I decided let's go ahead and get a live stream together. Let's just start doing this more weekly event that we usually used to do oh, a couple months ago. So here we are. So welcome to the Indie Creator Hub podcast or the Indie Creator. But yeah, I'm probably going to be setting this up as a podcast going forward on YouTube, setting it up as its own playlist and uh, getting things set up for that aspect. I don't know if I'm going to do audio portion that you can find uh, podcaster of choice that I'll probably still do just, you know, just get more information out there. So most of the time, some most of the people watch or listen on YouTube itself. So there is that uh, side of things. So we got a couple things that are going to be going over tonight, as you can see here with my handy dandy display of topics we're going to be going over. So yeah, it's also going to be saying welcome for all new folks that are coming in or just seen it. It's been a while since I saw, last saw you. And we'll start doing some more content here on the Integrator Hub to help more people you know, find some alternative platforms and find some other communities building stuff that they can do that are not just Discord and so yeah, that's what mostly what we do here at Indie Creator Hubs. We look at the alternative platforms from like Twitch and YouTube. So we look at places like Owncast, Trovo, the new up and comers. We got SharePlay and LiveSpace that are just coming into the market. And also looking at Gilded as a community building place. Matrix is another uh, Discord alternative. So it's just one of those things where it's just there are alternatives out there that a lot of people haven't heard of. And that's what I try to do is try to bring that information and experience to everybody else that might be looking for something, but they don't know where to start. So hopefully, hopefully, wow, already, <laughs> hopefully we get some people coming in and having some questions answered and asked, reverse that, whatever. Or if you're watching this on the replay on YouTube. Go ahead and leave a comment and everything if you want to ask more questions about whatever we're going to be talking about tonight or about anything else that you might be interested in or just leave an emoji. It's engagement on YouTube. It helps out. Now, I also have a couple things go through some housekeeping is because a lot of things have changed since the last time we've been here. Most notably is that website... I've constantly been making changes on that. I know it's a bad thing to constantly go back and forth on changes and do different things and all sorts of stuff like that. But I was on the in the process of, okay, let's make a community. And the best place I can th think of at a lower cost was through Mighty Network. But how I was going about it was probably not the best way of doing things because I was also wanting to get a blog and get the information and posting out there for people to actually read and learn from. So I probably think that was not a good week or two of running that experiment. But you know what? We all make mistakes and own up to it. And I moved on and uh, gone back to using the ghost platform, which I had used prior uh, a couple months ago, or actually, yeah, a couple months ago. And I've actually used it a lot. And I really do enjoy the ghost blogging news slash news newsletter aspect. And I find it it's easier, especially when you want to share outside your articles, or your blog or your newsletter to outside sources like RSS feeds or anywhere else. And I figured... Let's go ahead and give this a shot. We'll stick with it because it's a lot cheaper than the Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks has been, it was it was up there, but not as much per month as a ghost site is. So I decided to go that route. Go, oh, actually go back to my roots, as it were, and take things back the way things were. And with the ghost site, I, as I have set it up as a blog. Eventually, what I'm thinking about doing is starting up a newsletter, but I have to want to make sure I have the basic foundation of what I want to include in this newsletter 
what's going to be important factors into adding entries into it that are going to be interesting in for people to actually look at. So that's what I was uh, been thinking. That's going to be coming later because right now I am doing what's called bloggist, where you try to do as much blog posting as you can, which I have set myself up as to do a post per day. I know it's probably not the best aspect of it, but you know what? It gets me to actually get back into writing blog posts and getting the important information or getting information out there within a thousand words or less. Because I know some kind some kinds of uh, blogs are about anywhere from 1,500 to 2,500 words. For this, I want to say about around 1,000 mark is a good idea to not really get burnt out as quick. Because you can, within the month of August, do an all, every single day a blog post. So it's okay. Let's just do for under a thousand or around a thousand and let's just go from there. See if we can do that. So far, I've been sticking to it. This is only what the second week. So another two and a half weeks to go. So but I don't know. I'm just knocking on wood for now, but hey, it, it's going good. I'm doing what I can. So in that aspect, I decided, okay, we're just going to be doing blog posting. Newsletter will come afterwards, after October, so I don't want to do too much on the onset right now. And I've been also working on getting a Discord server set up for said community that eventually will come by, or I should say get started. So I've, I set it up. It's going to be small. It's going to be not as much, because I do have other channel that I have running which is the in the basement, which is geared more for indie games and gaming content of the like. So that's like that Discord server. I know I went a little too heavy on. I'll probably work on to pare it down a little bit. So I wanted with Indie Creator Hub is to not be as to do it too much at one time. So it's pared down, but it still has a lot of information, places for a lot of information to go. And offers a place that if you are part of the creator plan on my any creator hub site, because if you sign up, you can read the you can read the articles and uh, blog posts no problem for free. If you want to like comment on it, you can do that, but it, you will have to have an account, which is easy to do. It's just an email and your name. You don't even have to give me your real names. It's a name. You can say Bob at bob.com, whatever. So yeah, it's also, there's a creator plan and it's $4.99. It also helps the channel here. Everything, all the dollars go back into the channel to take care of cost or we upgrade any plans or anything like that in the future. It's just, it all goes back into the business. So yes, the integrator hub is as a business that. Uh, getting it started as a business. But let's actually get into the, the meat and the potatoes of actually what we're doing here is actually, like I said at the beginning, is bringing information that I find, or I have the experience I've had using these different platforms and uh, services and giving my experience to you guys to share that knowledge to everybody else. And I hope that other people that also have experience share their knowledge within the any creator hub. So without further ado, let's actually get started with our first type topic of the day, which is the share play alpha test. Now the share play alpha test, I was lucky enough to get access to actually stream on share play. Now, if you don't know what share play is a new site coming up, go ahead and switch over to here. So SharePlay is a new home that is going to be going for content creators that have this. It's a nice cozy atmosphere, I should say, where the video player is very good. I have not really had any issues coming up. It's still an alpha testing. I should say closed alpha testing at this moment of recording. So a lot of things are still coming up that are in testing or haven't been actually fully implemented that you don't have access to which is a shame because I would have liked to use the clipping feature if that was available at the time I was doing running the test last week. 
Unfortunately, it was not. And all sorts of other things that are like the store page. I, it should say store label. I don't know what exactly is going to be entitled to be included in a store page. Everything is no information on it right now. So I have no way of knowing exactly what's going on there. But yeah, it's basically, it's a live streaming service. Think of it as like an alternative to Twitch, which a lot of places like Trovo, Glimish at the time was an alternative, rest in peace. Mixer at the time, another rest in peace. This seems like a, a reoccurring theme here for certain aspects of these live streaming services. But I do see that SharePlay does have a a leg into the game. They have their foot in the door because they're doing things a lot better in my personal opinion than other places where unfortunately it's annoyingly so that they have not opened up the beta to a lot more people, but I can understand reasoning for them to do this is that they don't want to go rushing into things and having things break and having, let's say a hundred to two, let's say two, anywhere from 100 to 1,000 people streaming to the site all at once, and it completely crashes and burns within 30 seconds of everyone hitting it. So I can see how they want to keep things and increase it slowly over time to eventually that they can open it up to much more people coming in. So as you can see here, they have a section here called Live Play is what they usually do that is was this on Fridays they usually have people coming in or they have scheduled people to, uh, on their stream to bring their community in and showcase the the experience of watching a stream on SharePlay they also had the same concept on Wednesdays as well this whole week actually I should say the whole month so far is that they have scheduled at least several people per week to stream on the service. That's why I was a part of this past week. You can stream up to 10 hours, which was more than ample enough time because that was what, let's say, two hours for five days a week or three hours for four days. You can split it up however you want it. It's as long as it's around the 10-hour mark, up to 10 hours uh, for that one week between Monday and Monday. So that's what I did. I did a little mixture of the content I did and the experience doing it, unfortunately, I did not have access to the dashboard. All they gave me is the RTP server and the uh, and a streaming key. There's no dashboard that you can look into, which I'm sure, I'm hoping eventually down the road when they start opening things up for more and more people, is that it has a way that you can easily schedule out a stream title it, give it a category beforehand of actually streaming. Because what it was is I had to start my stream and then have to change the title, the game category, and put any relevant tags into it. So it'd be nice to have that prior to going to uh, going live. So it's just one of those things that it's I'm confident in saying that it's going to be within a dashboard. Of course, you don't have any access to analytics, so you don't know how many people came in, what was the churn rate, and all sorts of stuff. The nice thing is that you do have access to a monetization from the start, at least for alpha testing right now. There is talks of a partner program for SharePlay, but again, information about that is not publicly known. I don't have any information to leak or anything like that because it's, SharePlay likes to keep things close to, to the vest. So there is that. Uh, so I hope with like analytics, we get analytics, we get different kind of monetization options because right now they have, when you look at the site or a uh, live stream channel on the bottom here, let me, let me actually go into my channel here real quick. Of course, there's nothing playing, but if I, let's say I was live, your video play, your video player is right here on the bottom. There is a row of different icons with a different uh, what's called uh, play coins that you can purchase for real world money. Now, what they could do, think of them as Twitch bits. So this has that connotation that you can purchase, you can exchange real world money for digital coins that you can then give to your content creators of choice 
you can give a hundred here, a hundred to another one, another hundred over here if you spent five dollars. So that concept is the same as it is for, uh, yeah, other places like Twitch. But what's a nice, really cool uh, feature that they have here is that if you do click on one of the, one of the guys here, and the thing is that they're the first one is at five hundred coins, which is around five dollars. So you're sending five dollars. The, it's like a lower third that plays with some animation. The little icon guy, he moves, does some animation, stuff like that. And it's, got, it's up there for uh, about eight seconds or so, which is a great thing. It's, it's a nice gamification that hasn't gone as so far as like places like Trovo has. It's a nice little, nice to have. And also, it doesn't corrupt your live stream because it's an overlay on top of the video player. So what you're sending and what clips and stuff like that will eventually come out. I'm. This is just me assuming things. Is that clips won't have the, those animations on because it's clipping the actual video feed, not what you're seeing. I can only assume that's going to happen. I could be completely wrong and it does include. That's okay to giving your thoughts and opinions and like criticism or anything like that because they want to make it as best as they can without going as so, as so far as other places have, which we've all seen. And if you've been following the channel and the, uh, the blog, is I've written and talked about Trovo's over-gamification system almost ad nauseum. I, I've stopped even talking about it as, as such. But the issue is, it's still there, and it's continuing to get even more confusing. But I would like to see, you know, SharePlay not falling fall into that trap, which is quite easy to do because, hey, as a company, you want to make money. And providing a live streaming service is expensive, and you've got to figure out ways to make that money. I gave him some ideas. I posted out a blog post today, actually. Yeah, today. Everything's starting to come come a blur, blur, but hey, it is what it is, right? But they can add monetization options where you have different tiers. You have, of course, your normal streamers. I don't think there's going to be like an affiliate status or anything like that. It's going to be normal streamers, and then you have your partner streamers should get a set of perks that the other tier does not get. Like the customization for those Playcoin animation things at the bottom. And they should get a, hopefully they go about this, a better sub revenue. Because, you know, they're going to start with, I believe they're going to start with a 50-50 cut. Which, okay, I'll give them a pass on this because they're a new service. It's a small team. They don't have a backing of a multi-billion dollar company. So 50-50 in this instance is okay. Let's just get that out of the way. It's okay. What was it? A okay. Talked about the, the share coins or play coins. Better sub revenue split. Longer clip storage. I don't know if they're going to be doing any kind of like bot storage, but because the storage of video files is again another expense. If they want to go that route, okay. Keep keeping clips and stuff. That's a given. That means that's something that they can work towards. It's a smaller file. It's not as big as, let's say, like a 5 gig, 2-hour stream. Because normally if you're at like 1080p, that's a 5 gig stream, or 5 gig file size for 2 hours, roughly. Um, also, transcoding. I know we've had this discussion plenty of times in the past about reason why Twitch doesn't do transcoding because it's expensive, but other places like YouTube, um, Trovo at the beginning had the capability, but they pulled it back for certain tiers. Um, who else also has transcoding available? I think Facebook has it, but we really don't talk about Facebook all much because it's Facebook and they've given up on the live streaming aspect of their site. So I can see with transcoding is you get a perk. Hey, you can, everyone else streams at 720. Uh, partners have the capability of 1080, maybe even 4K and 720 option as, as well, which 
a lot of people will complain about, but again, we have to think about SharePlay is a small company. They don't have the backing of Big Daddy Bezos, <laughs> Amazon. So their budget is very tiny. So we got to think about these different things before we start saying, oh, we need all this stuff and you promise us the world and you're not giving it to us and all sorts of stuff like that. So that's just the basic stuff I can think of off the top of my head that they can give to a partner streamer the capability to make it as an incentive for people to become partners and to push out the service to more potential viewers because all ultimately that's what makes a live streaming service profitable and successful is having a lot of viewers. We saw this with a case of Glimish. Glimish had a f- several, let's just say just many streamers, but the problem was that they didn't have the viewership to sustain the site for any many number of months or years. So that's eventually why I think that's the main reason why oh, I should say one of the main reason why is that Glimish failed. So I like to see more viewers than actual creators on SharePlay because we don't want another Glimish situation here or another Brime or any kind of other failed startup because ultimately, if you don't have the viewers, no one wants to stream here. It's a simple fact. You can give millions of dollars to your streamer if there's nobody watching it's just why, why even bother? Yeah, it's for easy money, but I, I know that case is not going to come up, but still, I, it's just something to think about is that we need to actually have more viewers for these startup places and services to even think about the longevity within, are they still going to be around in five years or less? So that's the main thing that SharePlay actually has to work on is getting the promotion out there. Getting word of mouth out there, having the loyal community push out their links and say, hey, come watch me over on SharePlay. That's just something that one of the big things I think that they have to contend with is with the viewership, not just make a pretty product, which is a nice, great thing, because like I said, the video feed was really not bad. It was very crisp. It was very clear. Streaming at 1080p source uh source strength and yeah that's pretty much it with SharePlay. so if you have anything that you would like to comment about SharePlay, do leave a comment down below on this video also check out the other videos on the channel here that are pop up somewhere and i'll see you next time now Going continuing on, I, that's, I broke it up because I am breaking these sections out into separate videos. So that's why. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Stay right where you are. Give me one second. Now, let's actually talk about a, another service. Ivespace. That's going to be our next topic. Now, LiveSpace is actually another one of these up-and-coming live streaming services, but this has a different way of how they've gone about things. You can't really call this a live streaming service. No, because this is actually a live streaming platform because they are offering not only the live streaming side of things, but they're also offering a community side of with a Twitter feed. You can have a subscriber-only messages that you can go out for your community. So they're offering that community aspect, which in a sense is part of being a live streaming platform. So the live space actually just came out into open beta. And in fact, they still had their beta, but they dropped the beta name or title from their actual domain name because it was prior for them opening up to everybody. They did. It was like beta.live.space. So it's a good thing that they're moving out. LiveSpace is completely different and from other services that they're actually moving a lot faster and bringing the platform to the creators that wanting to be on this serve or this platform. 
One of the aspects I actually, let's take a look here real quick before we get too far into the woods here, is that right now, as you're looking at, is like their main feed. When you go into live.space, this is what you usually would see. You have your trending now section here, which is has a different, all different creators. And again, they have just came out into open beta. So the number of streamers is lower than you would see on like uh, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, stuff like that, because that's one of these up and coming, just like SharePlay. With LiveSpace, they offer a different way about going about things. They're wanting to make it more of a community focused with a live streaming aspect, differentiator. As you saw, Flux, thank you for following me over on LiveSpace. So as, as you can see, there's not that many creators. And what I also appreciate here as well is that they've actually, they're running an experiment right now. What they're doing is that they have removed viewer counts from the actual thumbnails here. So everyone pretty much is on an equal footing as it is that it should be the content is the, the uh, determining factor of if you're going to click into the actual stream itself. Hey there, Flux. Face red heart. I know it's, Ecamm doesn't have the emos from YouTube, but yeah. <laughs> but welcome, honey. So yeah, it makes the differential reasoning for why you want to click on a particular live streams, uh, live streamers thumbnail is, oh, is this content look interesting to me? Sure, why not? It's not just because, oh, they got 60 viewers or this person's got one, so that obviously must suck. I'm not going to even bother going into that stream. So let's actually take a look, actually, what a stream is. Oh, I got to refresh because obviously it ended. Let's pick out another one, Earthcam. There we go. So as you can see here, it's, you know, your basic run-of-the-mill live stream. You got your video player, you got your chat on the side. And already you can tell because it has really good, the video feed is really good. This one, you get transcoding. So if you want to go to 1080, this is also not a different, different tradle. Is that a word? Sure, it is now. <laughs> you can pay for LiveSpace Plus. There's, again, they're still working on the pay plans. So these are not set in stone, as it were. So what it is is that you get upgrade to LiveSpace Plus. You get capability of viewing the HD versions of the stream. So transcoding, that is offset. The monetary offset is onto your viewers or the streamers themselves. Because the streamers, you can pay for this as well. They are running different tests, like a pre-roll sort of experiment when you go into a site it has like a count a five second countdown and it says add space test or exactly I don't, i'm i forget the exact wording on it but they're thinking of incorporating ads within it now we can discuss this until we're blue in the face about how ads are disruptive and within a live live content yeah, because we see that all the time with in over on Twitch. Hopefully, all they're gonna do is just pre-roll suck. Yes, I know, but it does not interrupt a live feed because you're just coming in. You don't know, so I can see them, you know, going about things differently and just doing pre-rolls. If they do mid-rolls, I really hope that they give the content creator options of how ads are inserted, how many are inserted, and how much revenue we're going to be offered. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of hows and ifs and whats and whys, but time will tell. As you can see, it's only $8 a month. It's exactly how Twitch Turbo was at the very beginning, or for a long time, it was around $8 a month that you would pay for it. So that's something that is you'll have to uh, think about when you're going about how setting this up. But 
with if you want to be a content creator and actually i can show you on this because unfortunately with the share play we don't have access to the dashboard or anything like that but with live space because it's open beta it's available for anyone who wants to be streaming to it they can if they want and try it out but they give you options you can stream from obs like every other place can or you can stream from your browser itself you have those two options so let's say your computer is not the best but you still want to stream obs probably taken up a lot of space and or it's just a lot of resources and your computer is pretty much a potato and you want to stream okay if you're if you have a potato good luck but let's another example is if you're somewhere else and you can just log into your LiveSpace account, click on the little camera icon here. I can stream from the browser by giving access to my camera, microphone, stuff like that. And then hit go live. You don't need external sources or resources to go live on LiveSpace. So that's a nice thing that you that is available to everyone who uses it it's a lot of places like restream has the restream studio you got Streamyard. you got was it melon riverside.fm has the capability there's a lot of browser based streaming options that are available out there and you can add live.space into that mix now, another aspect, like I said, they have the community side of things as well. So if you go to the top here where it looks like a little message icon in the upper left, if you click on that, it gives you a Twitter-like feed. And this is great for if you're just streaming to LiveSpace and you have a growing community here. This is a great way to keep that community up to date with what's going on. And you can offer subscriber only messages so then again it gives you incentive to have people subscribe to your content so they get that premium content that you can provide to them and all sorts of different things so you can put in a uh, regular text post a video post and also when you go live it your live going now your now live post is on this feed as well and you can also post a video upload a video i believe you can, from YouTube, yeah, you can post a YouTube link. So that's another great avenue that you can utilize here and take advantage of. Or an image, you can you know, do it that way as well. So a lot of stuff that they have thought of to make it as a live streaming platform is to bring in a community, keep that community within live space as much as possible, and... I know a lot of people, a lot of content creators are still utilizing Discord, but the aspect that you can have a community here without actually going to another site. I talked about Trovo and how there are Trovo spaces and it was a good idea on paper, but the implementation wasn't the best and pretty much a large majority of the streamers over on on Trovo do not use their space the way that Trovo wanted them to do because a lot, everyone is pretty much on discord and okay. Twitter slash X or threads or Instagram or any other, let's say TikTok and stuff like that. So again, live space needed a little bit of extra advantage that, Hey, if you want to have a growing community and keep the community on the same spot, this is the best way that you can do this. YouTube has something very similar with their community post, but not that many people utilize that in a way. And mostly YouTube is geared more for the long form and short form kind of content. Live streaming is, it's there. It's just not the forefront of actually being the main source or the main draw of people coming into YouTube to go see or watch a live streamer. No, they want to go see like their famous or their favorite YouTuber, long form video and stuff like that, or a short, or they can do that on TikTok. 
but the aspect of actually incorporating a Twitter-like feed into a live streaming platform wasn't really done that I can think of. It, the implementation hasn't been done like this anyway. I want to say Twitch had something similar, but this is like years ago. We're probably looking like 2016, 2017 timeframe where they had a community aspect, but again, no one used it. So let's see. I can see already the people who are utilizing LiveSpace right now, they are utilizing the Twitter feed. Or I should say the LiveSpace feed or the community feed. Let's call it the community feed. And as you can see here, it's more. He says, if you want interactivity on your stream, use Tangia. It works with any streaming platform and all streaming software. So he's giving his, the people that, that followed its morph, he's giving them useful advice for using Tangia, other creators. So that's also his focus. His content is very similar to mine where, you know, content, talking to other content creators and stuff like that. That's a great way of actually, because most of his viewers are probably other content creators and they would actually be interested in said advice of Tangia, which it is good advice because their voice AI is pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. If I say so myself, a streamer I watch over on Twitch, Zach Bussey, he uses that as well for hundred bits or so. You can have Tangia read off and say like a Gilbert Godfrey voice or Joe Rogan or any number of celebrities or anything like that, whatever you wrote. So, it's and the voice AI is actually pretty good, so I have to give that there. Now, let's actually go back. I want to look into more of the life space again. Excuse me, again, this program for the ad for the monetization or the ad free viewing is still being worked on. I think it's still on the front page. I don't believe you can get access to that anymore. No, can't because it was giving a little weird advice. It was has some stuff that was contrary to actually what previous tier was. They had two tiers on it, but I can. It's a good thing that they get dropped the link that you don't have access to it anymore to their front page, as it were. So if we're going to let's see, you got your cat cam. This is a great thing that people are doing is you got a cat cam here. I, I just noticed that they started streaming. I think today I had just noticed. So this is 24 hours. And like, again, like I said, with taking out the viewer count, it puts the onus on the viewer to actually look with your eyes and says, Oh, I like what that thumbnail is telling me. Not just, Oh, they got 30 something viewers. I don't know how many viewers they have. I can care less. I'm looking at the content because that's the thing that a lot of people were so focused on over on Twitch is that how many viewers do you have? How many viewers do you have also determines your placement within each category. If you have the higher number of viewers, you were at the very top of the list. If you're one, two or three, guess what? You're on the very bottom. So here is a great way of putting the onus, like I said, on the viewer to actually look at the content and not just because they have a higher number of viewers. That, that means, oh, they must be better than this person that is streaming to one person or has one person. So that's a great idea that I can see. I hope, well, I should say, I hope that they continue to do and continue running this experiment to see how viewer activity works without a viewer count. I would like to see the results of that experiment. Hopefully they run it for a month or two for a good number of, get a long stretch of uh, data points to see exactly how user activity fluctuates depending on a, a particular stream's thumbnails and who's streaming and stuff like that. And again, they don't have much. If we go to their video player, they really don't have much in the way, let's say, like panels or anything on Twitch. Because let me tell you, majority of the people don't do this. They don't scroll past the video player. 
they continue to keep this view and they don't do anything else. It's just video and chat. That's all they pretty much see. There is no scrolling to look at someone's about me page or what the panel is, the donate or the blurb panel or discord panel or anything like that. No one half the, over half the time, majority of people do not do that. And that's why on my on my gaming Twitch channel, I have, I forget exactly because it's been a while since I've done it. Even on Twitch, you didn't, you can't even. Yeah, that's why it says many people simply do not read this section of every Twitch channel. Even more, don't scroll past the view of the panels below. If you read this, please let me know as you'll be part of the 1% that actually looks to find out more about a particular channel. I've had one person since I put this in over a year ago told me that they read that. I was like, okay, you're part of the 1%. (laughs) Actually, I can probably put it's a 0.01% that don't scroll down past the video player. And I would love it if you're watching this after the fact. Let me know in the comments or uh, in our Discord or Mastodon or any place like that. Do you actually look or scroll past a video player? And if you do, let me know. I definitely would love to get like a, I'll put a, I'll post a, a poll in the community post on YouTube later tonight to see what the results would be because I'd be very interested to know how many actually do or don't. So that's one thing I actually like to see. So far, I've been streaming to LifeSpace on my gaming side of things, on my gaming channel. And again, I have no problems with it. It's It's been a great experience. It's still a learning curve because you do have to go start your stream through the software, whatever software you use. You go live there. Then you have to go to here and then hit go live after filling in the title and uh, the category and hit go live. That is still in the process of being worked on. So you don't have to do this. But for a company, it's just, just open it up the floodgates to a, pretty much the general public. It's 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 a start, I should say. And it's a good start. You just have to work on these little issues here and there. Now, how they're going to go about with, like I said, with advertising. So I know they're working on a partner program that more than likely is probably going to add in. If you're a partner, you get different perks that might give you some new uh, abilities to stream at uh, 1080p with actually having uh, your viewers have to pay for it. You have to pay for it because as a creator, you can't stream at 1080. I want to say that the maybe don't quote me on that, but because I stream at source 1080. So I haven't checked on that. I do apologize for that. So if you experienced if watching somebody on live space, let me know. I definitely would love to also share that experience as well. Uh, I haven't had any problem. There's on, been on occasion, yes, the video buffers where you get the buffer ring. And other than that, it really hasn't been any kind of issues lately. They just implemented the VOD feature. So if I go into my dashboard here, I go to my archive. I can go ahead, I can download this particular stream from this past Sunday. So they're working on a lot of things that they're putting out different features that they've been working on and trying to get more features out there for people to use and utilize and see what breaks. And if something does break, well, they're actually pretty quick and taking care of it and fixing it. One thing I want to see them that actually switch gears there, they are working on a dark mode. That's like the top priority right now, because I know a lot of people say, or probably saying right now, it's like, why the hell is this site so blindingly white? <laughs> and all the light is reflecting off my bald head anyway. So it's a double whammy on that. But they are working on a dark mode to cater to the people who like darkness and saving your eyeballs. So that's the one thing that they're going to be working on. The next thing I like to see them to do See them, them to do what? See for them to do is the overview, the analytics page, because it's there. But 
I can't see it. It's blurred out. So I like them to, I like them to open this up so we can get some analytics because I do love analytics. I'm not a spreadsheet nerd. I, I am not like uh, your Eve online player or I love going into data sets. I do love figuring out where people are watching, how they're watching, if they're leaving, when they're leaving, when they're coming in. It's just the normal analytics that a content creator would like to have because we get it on YouTube. I love YouTube's implementation of analytics. I would love to see more of that and other places. <clears throat> Twitch and, and <clears throat> Flyspace and SharePlay and everybody else. But the thing is, I want to see more analytics. And for monetization, you get options that people can sub to you from day one. You start up an account, you get an option to open up a subscription for your potential viewers. And the thing is that you, when you connect your account via Stripe, you get paid pretty quick. Like I already had one person subscribe to me and I got the money within a couple of days. I didn't have to wait net 15 after 30 days. So it's very quick. And I think it is 85% that you get as a revenue split. And I would also want to make note that recently, oh, I should have brought this up here. Is any announcements? That's such a picture. Oh, it's going to be TikTok. Okay. Let's go back to the beginning. Ashley, Ali Cat, she's the, she's the community liaison, uh, liaison, community manager for, she recently was talking with another creator here on LiveSpace, uh, Zunder, Z underscore, about something that is very interesting that I can see many creators might be interested in. And let's say very bold for them to do. I'll, I'll play the clip here. Don't have any other details. I can say that we'll put out a blog post and we're going to be very transparent about what the requirements are, um, what the contract requirements will be. The things that like a lot of creators have been asking is, are we going to be offering mega contracts? And if you read our blog post, you saw that the answer to that was not really no, because we want to build something that's sustainable. So what you're saying, they've been talking about the partner contracts and that is eventually coming down the line because a lot of these like services, small upstarts are a good thing that they want to do is get creators to come in to become a partner because as a partner, you are have this vested interest in making sure that the platform that you're partnered with continues to grow. And then as it continues to grow, you get more money. LiveSpace gets more money. Everybody's happy. More viewers show in. It's a win. But the next part here, let's go ahead. I'll continue. This is the important part. We want to build something where people want to be here. They're going to be here for the long term. And so that's why I am so happy to drop a little bit of an announcement. It's more of a tease that we will be offering 1,000 creators 100% subsplit minus payment processing fees for one year. Whoa. There will so, yeah. She just said 1,000 creators, 100%, which is pretty much, it's going to probably go around how Kick has it is like 95.5 because it's about like around about 5% or so of the processing fees. So 100% is not really uh, a good number to uh, say, but I can see how it gives more of a shock factor. He's like, oh, you get 100% minus processing fees. Okay, so 95%. Let's go with that. Which is a great thing for one year. That's pretty freaking awesome. Very. That's what I want to say is that it's it's very interesting that they're making these plans, these bold moves, and we'll definitely see how that works out for him, Cotton. But these bold moves to bring in more play, more creators, and to bring more eyes upon the platform. Is it going to work out? That's something I have no idea on. It's something that we'll have to keep a close eye on and see how many creators take advantage of this. And also, who is going to be the 1,000 creators that LiveSpace picks? That's the important part is 
what's the criteria of these particular creators? Is it going to be some random locations like the first thousand? Yeah, you get it 100%. There you go. Enjoy. Have fun. <laughs> or is it going to be the creators that are on the platform currently that have the most followers, the most stream time? Is it unknown? We don't know yet. I'll finish this out here. Yeah. We are so convinced that at the end of one year, those thousand creators will stay on live space because they will fall in love with the community, with the staff and everything that we want to do that we will be like, we're going to do it. Don't have but yeah, it's, that's the thing. Is this going to be feasible for the long-term feature or future of live space? Is this something that, okay, you got a whole bunch of people come in just for the cash grab. And then after a year, it's like, pff, I'm out. I'm going back to Twitch or YouTube or wherever I came back from or came from. So that's the thing is what is going to be the carrot to say, Hey, remain on this platform. We'll give you a better sub split. That's something that I would like to see going forward. And how is it going to be carried out down the line a year from now? Is it going to be a continuation for next year? Another thousand creators. So we have 2000 creators getting a hundred percent, 95%. That's going to be something to look forward to and see how it shakes out and what the future holds for live space is completely up in the air. We don't know, but what they're doing is very interesting and it's something that you got to keep, uh, keep an eye on, but do be sure to stick around because if you want to find out more about any kind of these videos and stuff like that, check out the other videos here on any creator hub. Also, join our channel or join our community with the links down below in the description. I'd definitely love to see you smiling faces in our Discord and on the website. Now, let's go ahead and change our gears because we talked about two up-and-coming platforms that are great to see. They're dedicated to community building, live space and stuff, and uh, your live streaming and stuff like that. Let's talk about, about Owncast where I am also streaming on Uncast. I actually love Uncast because it is something that you control all, all on your own. And I wish more people would know about it. That's the reason why I do stuff like this to bring more attention to Uncast. One moment, please. All right. So let's get set up for Uncast. Our uh, last topic of the day before we open it up to anything else that we want to talk about. So Owncast has actually came out with a really big update. Not as big as the original version 0.1, but enough changes to look at and because a lot of things have changed here. So Owncast version 0.1.1 has just released not too long ago and it has brought us a lot of changes. Now, one of them is chat. You guys sitting over in chat right now, you can resize the chat window and there's a convenient way to get to the pop-out chat window, which has been a great feature. A lot of people have been asking for this for quite some time. One way to actually, to because you couldn't pop out chat really, you would have to go to the embed and, and go about that way. But how cool is it to be able to resize your chat window and it's just, it's, it's awesome. I can pull a chat, make up most or like a quarter instead of the small little sliver that it usually would to see more of the you guys over in chat. And also another one I read here is those who use object storage for their streams will now finally see their segments get cleaned up automatically by Owncast without having to configure lifecycle rules with their storage provider which is awesome because it helps clean out or keep your object storage from ballooning up, filling up with all this information and, and files. So it's a nice thing to see that is being taken care of. Help people who utilize that aspect of Owncast, that they have that option where they don't have to worry about too much about their object storage being filled up. There's also a handful of fixes that should improve glitchy chat performance, including a bug where people using mobile Firefox on Android couldn't use chat at all, which has been a big thing for the past couple, for let's say for about a good month, is that 
on the indie basement channel that I usually do because the indie creator hub, this owncast server is brand new. I just started it just for indie creator hub, just for this as well, because I want to separate the two channels and keep the content and what we talk about separate from each, each side of uh, each different server. So I had a problem running with the, on the indie basement where one of our chatters would be posting up in chat. They post up another uh, thing in chat, like another line. What would happen is that all of a sudden chat will start flickering and it would be a complete mess. I would have to go through, I have to type like, like a line just to get it to stop. And then sometimes in that instance, it wouldn't work. I would have to refresh a page and it was a kind of, it was what we found out is that it was like a CSS issue. So it's a great thing to see that has been taken care of. And so far, no problems. So far, no problems. So now it goes through how to upgrade your server. If you don't know how to do that, I would definitely take a look. Or if you are running your server on Hetzner hardware, and it's a Docker container, it's up using the latest. I really have to do anything, set it up and forget. It's great. And I'm going to shill here for Hetzner. I, I don't have the capability to give a, a referral link yet. I have looked into it. I have to wait at least another month or two because they go by. They don't want like brand new accounts coming in. They want you to be using the service for quite some time. But from what I'm using it for and what have how my experience of using it, I am thoroughly enjoying it. I love their hardware. So definitely check out Hetzner. They have a one-click install for your own casts own your for your own cast server. So Major updates, option to prevent search engine indexing of owncast pages. I know some people were asking about this where they didn't want Google spiders or anything else indexing their pages. They want to keep it truly private to just people, whoever they give the links to. They didn't want it to show up on the uh, search pages, so to speak, like Bing or anything like that. So it's great to see that this is an option that is available to those people who want to keep their server private and not as known or to be able that they be able to control who they give their links to allow using the video serving endpoint outside of the S3 config. So I don't really understand what that means, but there you go. Clean up of old stream segments. And again, S3 bucket extend web finger response to include additional resource references, display a user flag for bot accounts. So if you have a bot that, of course, is a separate account that you own that runs, gives a flag to let people uh, in chat realize that it's not an actual person, it's a bot. So they'll treat it accordingly. Preload custom emoji images, which was another issue we're having had before where if someone use a, an emoji, so I'm going to do it right now. Oh yeah, I don't have other ones, but I post up an emoji in the chat here. And what was happening is that when I did that and I had a custom emotes, it wasn't displaying. So it's great that they took care of that issue. Add year to chat users dates in admin. Use VA API hardware decoding and scaling. Pop out chat button. Again, that's another great feature and adjustable chat with. We already talked about those two, and it's a great thing that they included that. And of course, it goes through they change visually split up chat messages slightly even when users collapsed. Admin S3 configuration form changes secret input to be a password type. Chat name will auto close after changing name. That's a good quality of life feature. Increase width of volume slider. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's pretty cool. So it's a little bit easier it's, if you're watching or having issue adjusting the volume, it, the width of it is much better. Improve overflow behavior in chat input. Add current stream status and webhooks. Chat pass along custom emoji names and raw chat data. And improve iOS browser notification UX. Pretty cool. And he also fixed the Federation Info model text callers. If you're watching the stream you might, or you've seen it, 
I have to add some more. I have to do a lot of customization or customize the channel a little bit better. It's just still the raw default stuff in it right now. But the customization is great because, uh, let's see. Yeah, the customization is really good. That the colors are different. So all these small little changes, quality of life changes are really nice to see. and. It's great to see that on a GitHub, there's a lot of people that are very passionate about this project because it is a passion project for a lot of people because we use it to, we want to further the federation or the decentralization of content creation, of microblogging, of anything else, really, because in the end, it's we who control the data and our content. And unfortunately, a lot of times in the past couple of decades, we have given up control to places like corporations that really are not good stewards of our content. So it's great to see that this passion project, yes, it's still a small passion project, but there are more and more people becoming aware of Owncast. And eventually, more and more people will start using it. But for now, it's a small niche product. That is great for what we actually want from it and what we use it for. So if you have any other options or uh, questions or comments about the owncast changelog, I would definitely love to see in the question or in the comments down below. If you don't have anything, just go ahead and stick an emoji down there too. It's great for engagement, helps out the channel, and uh, feel better with about yourself too. Especially if it's a poop emoji and that's what you think, hey, that's good too. If you want to also check out the other links in the description down below about our community, go to anycreatorhub.com, check out the blog, and join our Discord. Other than that, I'll catch you on the next video. Now, one other thing, because that's pretty much it for tonight. I usually, these kind of live streams, I don't really go too long, uh, around two hours at the most. Is I like to, if you have any questions, I like to do like a QA session at the end. If you have any co uh, comments, questions, and, or uh, poop emojis, thank you, Flux. <laughs> Definitely let me know because ultimately this is for you guys. And um, I'm trying to get the right, there we go. go back to this. But yeah, it's, it, it's ultimately it, this is what I do for you guys. And it's what I do. I like doing this and helping other people find alternative platforms, whether, like I said, it's Gilded or Owncast or any other number of products or features or anything like that. Because ultimately, sometimes we do get tired of the status quo. And yeah, it's something that I'm passionate about for the past couple of years. And I was just like sharing my experience and, Stuff like that. But I do want to share, like I said, I got the uh, blog. Go back to this year. So if you want, definitely want to check out. I've been, like I said at the beginning, I've been doing a post a day, uh, a blog post a day on our website here. And definitely let me know what you guys think. I would left, definitely know. By doing so, you can sign up for free on anycreatorhub.com. It's completely free. Or if you want to help out, it's a for the premium content of $4.99 or $49.99 per year. Become a supporter. You also help me as an independent creator, the channel, and continuing this adventure. You also get a exclusive access into our new Discord server. And I'll, you'll also be able to comment on the post and access upcoming member-only content as well. So you have that option. It's right there. And I get 90, almost 100% of the cut of this minus processing fees. So you help out more without sending most more of your money to a soulless corporation that doesn't care diddly squat about you. <laughs> It just takes advantage of you, the viewer, and me as the creator. 
So that's one way you can help out. Again, I have the Discord. You can find a link on the Discord here as well. Or you can go to, I posted it in the wrong one. I posted it in the wrong beatbot command. If you go to indiecreatorhub.com slash Discord, it'll give you the link to that particular Discord as well. So I'll give you a little preview of it. So I have it automatically where it comes in, it uploads or post a new post into a new postings. Like how many times can I say post in one little section of a sentence? But yeah, I have the ICH premium section here. IP chat, you also get the regular upstarts is for like Owncast, SharePlay, stuff like that. Incumbents is Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and, and those places like that. Communities is Gilded, Matrix, and Revolt. So that's what we're going to be talking about, alternative platforms within a Discord. I figured it'd be easier to go to where a majority of the people are. Yes, I would love to have people on Gilded or a Matrix server, but you're preaching to the crowd because... If you're trying to give attention to these places and you're talking in those places, there are people already there. But if you're at a place that you want people to leave from, I know the logic is shaky, but it's there. (laughs) But I figured with a Discord server and also try to keep it as um, streamlined as much as I can right at the start, it's probably the best way to go about things. So yeah, that is the Integrator Hub Discord website. Also, want to give a, a directory. Where did I put it? Oh, right here. I thank you for the people, the fine folks over at Tilvids for allowing me to have a place on their PeerTube instance. So I am Integrator Hub over on Tilvids PeerTube's instance. Right now, I only have one video, but after tonight, editing a couple of the uh, segments out, there are going to be upcoming videos. I'm going to be releasing a new video per week over on the Creator Hub PeerTube instance a week earlier than I would on YouTube. So if you want to get a jump on the latest content I'm putting out, definitely go ahead and follow me over there on the PeerTube instance. And it's a great thing because this is open source. And it's part of Federation. And uh, yeah, definitely check it out. But with that, I think that is going to be it for me tonight. I want to say thank you for coming out. And uh, if you're watching me over on the Owncast server, do ho- do hit that follow button. It's much appreciated. Because like I said, this is a brand new server. I just started up a couple days ago. So I still have to do some work on it, and filling out all the information and, and what's not. So it's, I'm still keeping in the basement because, like I said, that's part of the uh, gaming side of things I'm working on, or I've been working on. So more of that is going to be focused on in the basement. Content creation, talking about this stuff, is over here on Indie Creator Hub. So without out further ado, thank you for coming by, and I'll catch you next week. We're going to do some more. I have it set up already for next week's episode i'll how had that up in the discord and post it out elsewhere what's going to be going up next week when we talk about more stuff until then i'll see you later and good night <laughs>